Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement. Sometimes to the death, but almost always they fight to the shame. 
That's a saying now that I just invented. I am your host. Uh, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is the wonderful Ken Knapsack. There's a lot of shame in Data Bank Brawl. You're right. Now that you point that out, <laughs> we we really get to the core shame of all these characters. That's Yeah, it's true. You know, like, wow. they have to have a reason to fight. We put them in some dark moments. Their pride has to be on the line. I know we got co- uh, Star Wars counseling, <laughs> but maybe we can do Star Wars therapy as yes. it relates to the characters. We can just have fake sessions of therapy with the Star Wars That characters. would be a great spin-off podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Data Bank Therapy, where just all the characters who get yeah. pounded all down. Ones, all the ones who are still alive. The limbs back. dangling, eaten by various beasts. There's a lot of down-and-out drinking <laughs> binges. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of sad, sad bars. Well, let's shame of... someone today. Oh, yeah. You ready for our first uh, shamey? Google Box is up. I'm ready. This is someone who maybe doesn't deserve the shame, maybe already has plenty of shame, but our lovely fans have asked for further shame for this competitor. I've been waiting to have him on for a long time. It is Kitster. And here is how could what you even, how could you even, even this is... Ken, this. we're going to fight a child today. That's what's happening. That's what this is about. Uh, he's been on my list for a long time. People keep uh, asking for him. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Because, yeah. you know, fun, obscure, weird Star Wars characters. Yeah. yeah. A child. <laughs> a powerless child. But that's that's what the show is. <laughs> I like it. We get the official info about these characters on StarWars.com databank. I'm going to read that to you in just a second. And then we go into the wilds of Wikipedia for a little bit more info. So here we go. Kitster was one of Anakin Skywalker's friends before the young pod racing champ left Tatooine for the life of a Jedi. An optimistic human boy about the same age as Anakin, Kitster was part of Anakin's pit team in the fateful Boonta Eve classic race that saw young Skywalker win his freedom. Uh, so unlike some other databank entries, not a lot uh, uh-huh. to derive about Kitster's characters. We'll have to rely on what we remember about him from the movie itself and yeah. from whatever you find out there in strange old Wikipedia land. Uh, is he, does he even have an entry? He's got to have an entry. Oh, of course. Wikipedia has everything. Of course he has an entry. This yeah, Yoda cut his fingernails once, and yeah. each one has its own entry yeah. on Wikipedia. Uh, he is in there as uh, Kitster Banai. Uh, is his name. B-A-N-A-I is his last name. Homeworld, of course, Tatooine. He's a human male, 1.24 meters at the time of the Phantom Menace, of course. Hair black, uh, eye color brown, skin color tan. The twin sons of Tatooine uh, have uh, shown down on him as entire life <laughs> he's got um his appearance you know if you remember him as part of the pit crew and uh um anakin's friend i think he i think kitster at some point bellowed out the words wizard he is indeed the yeah. originator of yep. wizard he is um he's got that bowl cut that eight is enough uh adam rich bowl <laughs> cut that i had in the 70s and early 80s um and he's got uh, traditional tattooing garb Star Wars desert garb. He's got some browns over some tans over some grays. I like um, that you say that like he really got a chance to pick those out. Yes. Like he had an option. Really? <laughs> um, and yeah, um, 40, I guess at the time of uh, New Hope, he'd be about 41 is what it is. Interesting. Is that what's listening here? I don't know. I'm trying to find. The wilds of Wikipedia sometimes are yeah. all over the place. All over the place. Okay. Well, like, and and he, he, he's a Cute-looking kid, like precocious. Yeah. He looked precocious. Precocious, he looked, yeah. It was good. Good, uh, you know. I think, uh, and he's become kind of a running reference joke on the Star Wars show on their official YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, Peter and and uh, Andy, uh, I'll reference him often. Uh, okay. Kitster's kind of become it's like a little second cult following life based out of that show too. So interesting. Interesting. The world loves Kitster in some yeah. ways. So we 
we should keep that in mind. Absolutely. As before we, we shame him. <laughs> as we shame the child. So what was your, uh, what's your relationship to Kitster? Would you like him? Did you enjoy him? Was he a part of the Phantom it, Menace that made your insides curl up? A little bit. But in a fun way, which is why I, like, I get the Star Wars show's reference of him now and, and the fun they're having with him. Because, um, yeah, look, the, the actor, you can't fault him as a young kid. You know what I mean? So uh, I look just like I, I never had any ill will towards poor Jake Lloyd. I mean, no. come on. how Come on. Yeah. Um, poor guy. I get it. I get his anger. Um, but Kitster, I don't, of, of all the kids in the, those scenes, he's the better of them. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, there's the one, the poor little girl who says, come on, let's go play ball, might have been the worst actor at the Phantom Menace. Yeah, maybe not an actor. Yeah, maybe not an actor. Some uh, producer's kid or something had like that. Had not been to Juilliard. Yes, definitely at the time not. of the filming. One of them had braces on. Like, I, you know. <laughs> the braces bothered me more than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, at least have come space on. braces. Yes, yeah, space something. braces. So Kitster was the least of my worries, but he definitely, uh, you know, didn't, uh, he stood out in some negative ways. Yes. All right. So, yeah. Okay, I'm trying good, to be as polite good. as I can about the poor kid. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he was not a, a it was not a phenomenal performance yeah. as Kitster. He was not always wizard. He was not always wizard. Here is what, uh, some of my feelings about Kitster. Yeah. Uh, feelings have evolved about the Phantom Menace over the years, of course. Sure. But when I look back on it and try to see the best, mm-hmm. I do like if we're going to be uh, having kid Anakin. If we're going to yeah. start the story young, it's interesting to see a picture of his life. And I mm-hmm. like that we see his friend. And I like that we see from through his friend's mm-hmm. eyes that Anakin's life is pretty awesome because Anakin is really good at building things. Right. He gets to be in the pod race. Right. I think I'm probably layering a lot on this, but there's a, a tinge to me of jealousy in that wizard. It's a bittersweet yeah. wizard of like, you get to do the really cool... It yeah. is the same way that I commented on my friends at At's Toys, yeah. when, or at at if you're one of those, uh, that got to have the toy when I didn't. I would have said wizard in that same way. Of like, yeah. that's really cool that you have that. I oh. wish I had that. So maybe there's a little bit of jealousy yeah. towards the excitement of Anakin's life. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a dad. You were just <laughs> created. Your mom's wizard. a slave. <laughs> um, Maybe Kitster's mom's a slave. Maybe he's just running I around got, abandoned. We don't know. Yeah, good question. I, I we assume, don't know. I assume, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't assume they're all slave children. Yeah. Um, but uh, I wouldn't, it would be odd if, uh, odd playground talk. If Kitster <laughs> was like, uh, Annie, where are you going after school? Oh, I'm a slave. I have to go work for Wadu. Oh, okay. Wizard. Cool. I'm just going to go enjoy my freedom. Yeah. Be a little weird. (laughs) Okay. So anything, any other thoughts on Kitster before we see who Kitster is competing against? Oh, there's a world of thoughts on Kitster, but I'm ready. (laughs) Excellent. Kitster is going to be fighting. Sometimes we like to change things up a little bit and have some variety. And I didn't want to just put like Kitster up against like Aura Singh and just have a fun episode (laughs) of straight up child murder. I wanted to give Kitster a chance. Mm -hmm. So Kitster will be competing against three Jawas. Jawas are an important part of Star Wars lore. I feel like they should get in here somewhere. We, we have, yeah, we've never fought. We've had a Tusken Raider. We've had a Tusken Raider. We've had, like, random flame trooper uh-huh. from First Order. That's right. Uh, That's right. We've had the Rancor, who's not, you know. Right, right. Uh, okay. So, yeah, the Jawas are going to step up, and I decided, I thought about it, and I thought, I want this to be evenly matched. Mm-hmm. We have a small human child. How many Jawas to truly make it a challenge? And I said, three. 
Three. Wow. Three Jawas. Okay. And here is what StarWars.com databank has to say about Jawas. Jawas are, which is much more than they have to say about Kitster, which really amuses yeah, me. Right. Jawas are meter-tall humanoids completely hidden behind rough, hand-woven robes. Their faces are concealed within the dark folds of a cowl from which peer their sickly, glowing yellow eyes. They comb the deserts of Tatooine in search of discarded scrap and wayward mechanicals. Using their cobbled-together weaponry, they can incapacitate droids and drag them to their treaded fortress homes, immense sand-scarred vehicles known as sand crawlers. They sell their hastily refurbished junk to moisture farmers who are hard-pressed to find a better selection elsewhere. <laughs> so a lot of actually interesting, uh, interesting things yeah. there. Uh, it keeps Jawas to being from Tatooine. Mm-hmm. There's no suggestion, at least in this canon, that you'd find a Jawa elsewhere unless yeah. they accidentally roam onto a ship. Like right. happened to our Tuscan Raider in that right. previous battle. Uh, I like the thing about sickly glowing yellow eyes. Now mm-hmm. we've never seen their faces because right. we ha- we do see sickly glowing yellow eyes somewhere else in oh, Star Wars yeah. canon. Yeah. So are these little Sith lords? We get to decide. <laughs> uh, what what does Wikipedia have to say about um, the old Jawas? Uh, you know, as always, sometimes I just get lost in what they're what they're putting out there. Uh, the quote is, "I can't abide those Jawas, disgusting creatures." C three PO, as you said, uh, uh, meter tall, skin color gray, eye color, mm. hair color black. We don't hundred percent know, know that. that. Eye color yellow. Average lifespan eight standard eighty standard years, I should say. Eighty years. Eighty years. So they live uh, live, long, live long lives. Language Jawese, Jawese, uh, Jawa trade talk is also what you call their language. Um, I love the stuff here. Uh, what Jawas hid underneath their heavy robes is subject to much speculation from the colonists who settled in Tatooine, with rumors claiming they were giant rodents or devolved humans. Ooh. Mm. Although Jawas were typically small, some of them were significantly taller. One of these abnormally gangly Jawas was almost as tall as a 3PO unit, a protocol droid measuring 1.71 meters. So calling to the fact that one of the extras in New Hope was taller, taller. than then maybe you would have wanted them. Yeah. Um, and then it goes on and on and on. Uh, <laughs> Jawas are, of course, so well-known. I, I think they're just as much as a staple of Star Wars yep. and a symbol of Star Wars than maybe uh, Han Solo or Chewbacca. Absolutely. I think just as many people could pick a Jawa out of a picture and go, oh, from Star Wars. Yeah, that's from Star Wars. That yeah. guy's from Star Wars. And for all that, we know so very little about them. Yeah. Other, you know, Still like, to this day. Back in the day, it was Hammerhead. Now it's Momonda Dunn. He right. was a background character. Yeah. Suddenly, and it, the whole race of Thorians are an important part of the way the galaxy functions. That could have happened to Jawas. Right. But nope. They're left on Tata- Tatooine. No revelation of what's beyond those robes. Right. Hmm. I like here, this says Jawas had a tentative, peaceful relationship with the Tusken Raiders, an aggressive species, also native to Tatooine. So I like that there was some kind of truce. Yeah. An une- uneasy truce. Yeah, it, it is really interesting. The, the Tusken Raiders are like, we like to capture and torture humans. And right. Jawas like, cool, we like to capture <laughs> droids and sell them to humans. So I see no reason for us to do, you know, yeah. not get along. Yeah. What's under your robes? I'm not telling. I'm What's not under telling your robes? You. I'm not telling. Yeah. Oh, boy. Tatooine is full of mysteries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how, do you have a strong relationship with Jawas? I mean, they were, back yeah, in the day, they uh, were like one of the races, they, one of the species, yeah, the yeah, creatures. I, I got to say, uh, I have a general positive, fun uh, reaction to Jawas because it was such a character and a, and, a, and a design and a sound and everything that helped build this kind of 
foreign, crazy space world. Yeah. But but gave it that lived-in type of thing, that there's this weird, mysterious kind of scavenger race out in the desert somewhere. That I've always, like, I love the sand crawlers, one of my favorite yeah. Star Wars vehicles. Like, where did they find that? Did they build that? Were yeah. Because they, they have a lot of them, as we learn later on in Attack of the Clones. There's, like, a couple of them sitting there when Anakin's walking around. Yeah. By the way, I love that Anakin just kind of was, like... Went up to uh, like found some sand, uh, some some Jawas. Was like, hey, yo, I'm looking for Shmi. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah hey, over yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, I love that moment actually. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm positive. I'm not like I don't love them. They're yeah. kind of freaky little things. It would be uh, weird to yeah. totally love them. Yes, I think. Well, again, like I said, they help really paint this universe. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember uh, in my youth mm-hmm. uh, being scared of them because they hurt R two. Right. And having yeah. to be talked down off the ledge of like, don't worry, th- those blasters, they, their weird blasters only work on droids. Yeah, they're kind of painted as bad guys early on as Absolutely. Yeah, you would definitely think them as bad guys. Yeah, you first see them, they pop up, they shoot the likable droid yeah. that you just met. And they're, and they're spying on them, hiding, you know? Yeah. Totally. You totally. pull up your car and they just start peeling parts off of it? Come on. Yeah. Little jerks. Yeah, little jerks. Some, one tall jerk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I feel like, you know, I, we've learned a lot. We always mm. like our quotes. I think we got two good quotes. Yeah. Wizard and Udini. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, so shall we begin? Let's do it. The Kidster. fighting. Kitster versus three Jawas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, where where we always start? Where is this taking place? Which where where and when? I think is a good question this time around. All signs lead to Tatooine. And I right. know we've tried to take a lot of this off world. Tatooine just is a is a hotbed of crazy creatures and where crazy things are going to happen. That's right. The side characters live where the side characters live, and yeah. that's mostly on Tatooine. Yeah. Chico, mostly on Tatooine. <laughs> so, gonna stay on Tatooine. When I believe in, 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 in my heart that this should take place some point between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. So Anakin is left. Anakin is left. Kitster is getting older. He's a teenager. All right. Kitster's a little older. He's still got the, 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 the sand robes. He's Absolutely. Still, he's still a Tatooine native. Um, um, I think he's... His friend left. Yeah. Let's say what it is. His friend left. His BFF, his best friend, left it for an unknown mission. And as much as you want to believe it, it wasn't Wizard for Kitster. No, it was not Wizard. It was yeah. rumors that he went off to become a Jedi. Yeah. It wasn't enough that his best friend was so much cooler than him that he was a pod racer. Right. Now he's a Jedi and he's now gone. He's a Jedi. I would have loved a deleted scene from Attack of the Clones where Anakin finds Kitster instead of Wadu. <laughs> That would have been great. And Kister's like, Annie, what are you, some kind of a Jedi wizard? Like, I would have loved a drunken bitter. Drunken bitter with <laughs> And that's where I'm going. Kitster is not old enough yet to be drunken bitter. No. But he's he's hurt. He's depressed. He, his friend left him. Midst of, of space yeah. puberty. Right. Which is much like normal puberty. Right. Little crack in voice and everything. <laughs> wizard. wizard. <laughs> so that's where we find him in the time. Period. Okay. And now... In our canon, mm-hmm. do we think that he is a slave, or is he just uh, somebody whose family settled on Tatooine? Is he an orphan? Regardless of whether he started as a slave or not, he's free now. He's free. And he's moved to Mos Eisley proper. Oh, nice. Okay, he's gotten away from Mos Espa. He got away from Mos Espa, wanted to change. Right. The, the, the dark shadows of that city just contain too many painful memories for kids. That's there. right. So I think he moves on to Mos Eisley. Okay, yeah. and I think in Moss Eisley, mm. maybe he learned a little bit from Anakin, and he has become a pit crew, or sort yeah. of a, a, he does maintenance work Yeah, on, on pod racers. I definitely think that he took that skill and ran with it. Yeah, absolutely, as far as his little legs would carry him. So, yeah. uh, is there, so he's working on a pod. He's working on a pod for a team that's based out of Moss Eisley. Yeah. For, for the big Boonti Eve races. They like going into Moss Espa, but he's an Esley. An he, yeah, he's an Esley. They, they, they can yeah, build him anywhere. Yeah. Is there a particular pod racer that he's, uh, that he's working for? You think, uh, <laughs> think he's working for old Team Toe? It could be. I know you love Team Toe. Uh, but I'm open. I'm you open. Know, I, could, I was going to say maybe Ben Quadraneros. Let's see, yeah. Uh, okay, you know. He's working for big old big face Ben, ben Quadraneros. Ben Quadraneros. Uh, he's part of his racing team, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so he's putting yeah. his pod together. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, Big Face Ben, he's got a hut. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Kitster's in there. Yep. He's working. Little hands trembling. 
Yeah. You know, it's this is rough work, and he doesn't come naturally to it. He doesn't no. have the force to instruct yeah, him how to no. make machines. He thought he learned enough, but he didn't. And he has some basic skills. He's a good pit crewman. he yeah. got those little pit droids. He's still got those pit droids uh, available. Yeah, he's help. got the pit droids available. Yeah. He, inspired by Anakin, he tried yeah. to build uh, a droid, and mm-hmm. he tried to build a gonk droid, and it doesn't even work. It doesn't work. It says, <laughs> instead of saying gonk. It's it's a gunk droid. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he's working hard. Yeah. And I think this starts with him taking a little break and a little breather. And he okay. steps outside the, you said tent, I believe. The big yeah, sure, a tent. Yeah. Space that he's working on, Quadrinosis power, uh, uh, pod. Um, steps outside. And that's when he hears some kind of rustling and noise inside the tent. Inside the tent. Okay, yes. so he's gone up for his break. Yeah, looking at the older men uh, sucking on their death sticks, right? And you're thinking, right. "No, I shouldn't do that." I better not do that. Uh, and he steps back into the tent, and he yeah. discovers three Jawas. Right, three Jawas. One of them ganglishly, freakishly tall. One of them a tall one point two, one point seven one metered <laughs> Jawa, I should say, to get it cannon. Um, and then two normal meter sized Jawas. Okay, and their backs are turned to him, and they are just. They're pulling things apart like mad, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Kitster thinks, ah, this is my chance to shine. Yeah. To be a hero like I hear my old friend Anakin is a hero yeah. now. Yep. Studying in the Jedi Order or whatever that is. I don't even know if Kitster yeah. knows that. No, he just know, hears that. whispers from spacers. Right, right. Yeah, little spacers are coming in. They're telling him about space angels and space <laughs> annies. Um <laughs> And Rick O'Lee at one point passed through and was like, well, you know, uh, he took down the droids uh, with his his ship, his yellow ship, and R2-D2 is an astromech droid. Took him out. Um, so, yeah. So, Kitster, this is his moment. Yeah. Hey, guys, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, and the Jawas turn, and their yellow, hey. their sickly yellow yeah. eyes are emanating. Yeah. What is that? What yeah. is that under there? Uh, and I, th- I think that the tall one... Gets aggressive right away, and Kidster doesn't know what to do with this because normally you like you wave right. them off and they scamper, they're but they're hidden behind a tent. Right, and I think that maybe whatever little piece of machinery that the tall Jawa mm-hmm. had just peeled off of Ben Quadrineros' new pod racer, right. he throws it at Kidster. Mm. Wow, does it hit Kidster? Uh, well, how fast is Kidster? Do we think? Do we think that he has become? Oh, he's definitely not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think it's a light throw. Yeah. And I yeah. think it it bonks him, bonks him upside uh, upside the upside the head, maybe. No, no, I think his shoulder. Shul- Kitster is fast enough to try to turn, just not fast enough to avoid. Yeah, it. yeah, I think he turns. He puts his shoulder into it, and it bonks him. Bonks him. him. Makes up the same side. noise as crappy gonk droid does. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it rattles off of his shoulder. So Kitster's knocked back. He says, hey. Hey, what are you doing? Not wizard. Not wizard. Oh, that's my pod, uh, you know, that he's working on. So the other two Jawas turn around, and they go back to stripping the pod. Mm. The tall Jawa um, starts coming at Kitster, just kind of brushing him off, saying things. Just like, just kind of like pushing him. And do you think that Kitster understands Jawa trade speak? Mm, enough, enough, enough. But this is aggressive speaking. This is straight out Jawese. It's like no deal, no deal, no deal. No deal. No deal. Yeah, Kitster's like mine, mine. He's trying to communicate. That's mine. That's mine. And uh, the tall one grabs Kitster by the scruff of his, his neck in his in his uh, desert gear, tosses him out of the tent. Ooh, like it's nothing. Right. 
tosses him out, goes back in to strip the pot. So now Kitster's on the outside of the Quadranero's tent, on his, on his butt, covered in dust. And there's a moment where Kitster stands up, and he looks at the tent, and he, and he looks around and, and thinks, can I go get some help? Um, is there something I can do? And he looks around. There's, there's a local, in Mosley, there's a local uh, uh, kind of like, a, I don't want to say sheriff, but there's a guy he knows, um, uh, last name Zuvio. It's part of a family that uh, believes in local desert authority. Okay. So is Zuvio is a constable not, or a I wouldn't call sheriff? him a constable. Just kind of a, you know, security chief Zuvio. Security chief Zuvio. So he thinks about going to talk to him. But then he turns around, and he realizes, no, I'm Kitster Benai, and this is my moment. Time to stand up for myself. Yeah. So he tries. He knows one of the things that scares Jawas, and then I'll hand the ball over to you here. He knows one thing that scares Jawas. A lot of people know what scares Jawas, and it's a crack dragon call. So Kitster stands out the tent, outside the tent. And releases the worst sounding <laughs> crack dragon call ever. And then he goes back in the tent. Okay. And I, I think what he sees is that this has terrified the tall Jawa. Oh, yeah. Jawa is looking back and forth, utterly confused about what's going on. Uh, for some reason, the two shorter, normal sized Jawas mm-hmm. are not. They're not. They're not terrified. Not at all. But the tall one, he, he's getting desperate to escape. He runs, tries to go outside the tent the other way, but he, mm. he trips over the crappy gonk droid, uh, and he, he, <laughs> rip, he rips his robes. Oh, boy. And uh, he stands up, and the strange truth is revealed to Kitster yeah. that he's a Tusken Raider. No. He's a short Tusken a Raider. short Tusken Raider. He's not a tall Jawa. He's a short, short Tusken Raider. Raider and realizes that the Tusken Raider's are super terrified. Revealed now for the first time. Of the Cryat Dragon. Yes. They've got yeah. issues with Cryat Dragon because they, they fight organics. That makes sense. Jawas don't want anything to do with right. the Cryat Dragon. They're, they're scared off by a loud noise, certainly. Yeah. But they realize, uh, A, they're, they're driven by commerce. They're right. driven by greed. Right. This is a pretty good pod that Kitster's put together. Right. And they can get some really good pieces out of it. They're, they're taking it apart. They're taking it apart, and he put it together well. So it's taken some work to put it apart, and and they while they're frightened of mm-hmm. this inhuman bellow, yeah, their greed is driving them. Whereas the tall Jawa, aka mm-hmm. short Tuscan Raider, short, terrified, short Raider, makes it out of there, runs, just runs, away. just runs, changes his life, runs away. That's right. There's Goes a lot back of questions to... why he was pretending to be a Jawa. That's for another comic book series. <laughs> well, the way I figure right. it is, the Tuscan Raiders mm-hmm. they wrap themselves up to hide something. Right. And maybe this Tuscan Raider said, that's not enough hiding. Not a- <laughs> I need to wrap myself up again as a Jawa to hide yeah. even more. Yeah. He's uh, Frank Serpico of the Tuscan Raider <laughs> world. Going undercover in the Jawa. Under all of that, he's probably Snoke. Right. True. I'm not saying he is. I'm, I'm just saying, saying maybe. You can put it out maybe there. Maybe probably. Maybe on the internet. That theory will come up. <laughs> anyway. I know Kitster is Snoke in some people's visions. Um, all right. So the two. So now Kitster knows he's got to take some action against these two Jawas who are still stripping apart Ben Quadraneris's um, pod. In fact, ironically, they're taking Ben Quadraneris's power couplings. Yeah, <laughs> which are good now. Good now. Uh, yeah, and I think maybe Kitster realizes. I think he maybe has the epiphany that, yeah. like, okay, I do have power. Yeah, and the power is truth. Yeah, I need to make these. Jo- 
it, uh, when this other uh, tall Jawa fell yeah. and the truth was revealed, mm. then I knew what was going on. So maybe his, his thought is, I need to get to him. I need to rip their little robes off, and I need to figure out the truth, <laughs> and then I'll know what to do. So I think that instead of trying to pull them away, mm-hmm. I think he goes and he just he rips at their clothing. Okay. Yeah, uh, and I think he manages to get a uh, get a little bit off of one of the Jawas. What yeah. do you think he sees? I I think he sees um, first thing he sees is like another robe. They're layered. <laughs> Jawas are layered. Oh yeah, but it's a darker, tighter robe. So you don't. We're not exactly yet revealing what they are. No, um, but there, it, there's an extra kind of heat and humidity that's now in the room because there's a little. It's, it's hot under those robes. Yeah, Jawas. Um, so he doesn't quite know. But now because he has less material to grab, Kitster knows he can find easier purchase on the Jawas themselves with his hands. He grabs the Jude Jawas' heads and slams them together. Oh, just total Three Stooges style. Oh, wizard violence. He just he whacks their heads just, together. Uh, and uh, the, the Jawas say, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I, yeah, I think they're rattled. And I think one, the one who's got his robes uh, ripped off a yeah. little bit, re- realizes uh, Kitster is a threat. Yes. A sentence that's never been said in Star Wars related Not media ever. before. Not ever. Kitster is a threat. Right. Hashtag Kitster is a threat. <laughs> Jawa, this Jawa realizes it's fighting time. The other Jawa still, uh, uh, his head is ringing, but he's still mm-hmm. pulling apart that power coupling. Yep. The, the little yep. Jawa turns, though, uh, the one whose clothes have been ripped off, and I think he climbs Kitster. Oh, So he wow. can get up to the face. I think he climbs up to Kitster. He hangs from the front of Kitster's robe and just full-on punches him in the oh, face. My. Little Jawa punch oh, little right Jawa to the face. Punch. So the other Jawa's on the ground and dewbacks are f- flying around his head. <laughs> like he's got little stars and dewbacks flying <laughs> little around. Little space angels. That little the... space angels are, are you an angel flying around my head? But the other jaw was like a ferret climbing up Kitster. <laughs> That's right. Just tearing at him. Just tearing at him. Punching him. Um, this Kitster, Kitster maintains his balance. He's holding on. Is he, what, what's he doing? Does he yeah. fall down? I think he's trying to, I, yeah, I think he's trying to roll with it. He's trying to okay. roll with the punches. He's uh, yeah, he, yeah. Maybe he's trying to figure out, like, do I get him off my face? Or maybe this is what he does. Maybe mm-hmm. he realizes he's, this guy's not getting off my face. Right. Punches aren't too strong. They're not. Right. They're, they're, they're flails. They, they hurt. But yeah, they're yeah. not like, uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's not like a little pint-sized Mike Tyson is, you know, Mm-mm. delivering these huge punches. So Fair enough. I think that he stumbles towards the middle of the tent, towards one of the, the mm-hmm. poles that are that's keeping it up, its structural right. integrity, and he realizes I'm gonna just headbutt the pole with the Jawa attached. Oh wow! Uh, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll try to ram my body into yeah. this pole yeah. and knock the Jawa off, which I think he does. He does. Ram, 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 ram. I think <laughs> little Jawa falls to the ground. Other Jawa still, still working on that power coupling. Yeah, the, the back up to it. Yeah, pole collapses, mm. and the tent starts to fall in on itself. Oh wow! This is robes within robes, robes within robes. robes. We are wow, and so and I want to do it. You could do a cut far away. You can cut to just a camera angle far away, and you just see this tent kind of fall on itself. A lot of the locals are just they barely stop what they're doing. Yeah, just another asshole yep. moment for Ben Quadraneros yep. in there, right? Yep. In fact, a lot of people are like. Some people look around, but like, where's uh, Security Chief Zuvio? Is he around? No one's seen him. <laughs> no. no one's seen him. I haven't seen that guy in a while. Is he even here anymore? Is he part of this anymore? I think uh, they're selling some little carvings of him yeah. down by the store. You can yeah. buy as many carvings of him as you want. A but lot of carvings really... of Security Chief Zuvio. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> little statues so you can take and play with. Inside the tent, it's a mass panic now between these three creatures. Yeah. Kidster flailing around. 
Jawas are flying around. Now they know they're definitely the war. A war's on. You know. Now they're, they're yeah. trying to get out. So the two Jawas kind of scramble and they find each other, but they don't know it's each other. So they just start punching each other. Yeah, they're fighting each other. They don't know. They yeah. can't tell. The tent's crazy. It's dark under there. Sands everywhere. I don't know. And Kitster. Kitster's not part of that battle. They're just beating themselves. No, up. I think I think what happens is that Kitster realizes this is this is chaos. I don't know if I can beat them. What mm-hmm. I can do, he right. suddenly realizes, is I can get out of here in a very fast machine. Right. So I think he hops into the pod. He fires it up. <laughs> it's going again. It's going again. <laughs> It's on. It's a nice, even. Yeah. Nice. So he knows. It's a sweet, sweet spot. He whispers quietly to himself. Yeah. Wizard. <laughs> because he's never piloted one of these. Right. And right. I think he starts it up, and then uh, the Jawas, they hear this. Right. They grab some of the, the tents, and they, they throw it over uh, a bit oh, of the pod, pod oh, and wow. they lash themselves onto it. Just as Kitster hits it, <laughs> it blasts out. The rest of the tent just explodes around them. Everything is falling apart. Yeah. He accidentally hits a stand that sells Constable, or not Constable, Security, security Chief. Zuvio. Security Chief Zuvio uh, little statues. It goes flying mm-hmm. everywhere. Death yep. sticks are in the air. Yep. And he blasts out, <laughs> flying Around most Eisley is these Jawas are hanging on. Right, right. And Kitster turns around and he, and he finally gets control of the pod a little bit. Yeah. And he, he, then he starts, I got to get them off. He starts waving the pod a little right. bit. Right. He's trying to get them off. They're holding on. To, uh, one, I think one Jawa is holding on to the actual pod. Another Jawa yep. is like, uh, yep. the one whose robes have been ripped off, is he's only a, attached by oh, a bit of the yeah. tent. He's, he's flopping He's off. flailing. He's getting banged on the ground. Yeah. More and more clothing is coming off of him. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like to get banged on the ground? But uh, <laughs> um, so that's happening. And then uh, Kitster's just doing loops around the, the perimeter of Moss Eisley. That's how you drive a pod race, that's how you, right? You, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, you now, don't go in a straight line. Go in a circle. Now people are watching. They're coming out of the canteen. Woo hairs like, something's going on outside. Yeah. People are coming. Probably like, it's probably droids. Yeah. I hate their kind. Yeah, I hate their kind. So now you got a lot of the main denizens of Moss Eisley watching. Yeah, Garandan's reporting to somebody on mm. a little squeak box. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, one of the, the one without the clothes, the job of flies off. Okay, he's done. Yeah. His, he has paid for his greed. Yeah, paid for greed. And so Kitster comes around the bend on the outside of town and... Uh, He's bearing down the center of Moss Eisley. Kind okay. of where, where years later, young Luke Skywalker and Ben Kenobi enter town in kind of the same way. Yeah. Um, Ronto scatters. Yeah. That Banthas are kind of off in the distance. Kitster comes in. Now, this time, everyone in town is like in the center town. They're watching. What is going on? Kitster comes racing in. And I think it comes to a hard stop, causing the pod to lurch. And the Jawa on the back flies over the pod, almost like a trebuchet. Launch this Jawa. <laughs> Ooh, teeny. Yeah. Just thunks into the hard sand. Okay. In front of some of the town leaders. Many of them who own their own pod race teams. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think Kitster is rattled. He's rattled. He's, he's never driven. He's maybe, like, started it up. He's maybe, like, moved it into position for a race, but he's never truly raced it. So I think never. the first thing he does is he stumbles out of the pod, and mm-hmm. he, he vomits. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Another noise like his crappy gonk droid makes. Yes, yes. Uh, and I think that he stands up and mm-hmm. he uh, he's, he's uh, wobbly. He can barely walk straight, but right. he is making it over to the little uh, impact crater mm-hmm. where the mostly uh, not nude. I don't want to say nude, mm-hmm. but the perhaps revealed Jawa, right. more revealed Jawa, right. is in there. Now I think he approaches it. Now I think at this point in the narrative, mm-hmm. we have we have two questions. Yeah, we have the question we always ask is who should win, right? And we have the question of what, how much do we reveal about what we see of this uh, disrobed Jawa? Without a doubt, Kitster has not only won; he's redeemed himself. All right, which I'll explain. As far as the revelation, I don't know. Okay, I have a thought. Okay. Do you feel like we should? I'd like to see what's under Okay. There. All right. I don't know what it is. All right. Maybe you do. I have a thought. Yeah. I think that as uh, Kitster mm-hmm. is approaching, yeah. there is, even though he's just vomited. <laughs> it's all over his shirt. There is, started by Garandan. Right. There is a slow round of applause. Yes. That clearly he has been through something. Yes. People like Kitster. He's generally likable. Mm-hmm. He always goes around and tells other people that whatever they're working on in life is wizard. Yep. He compliments them. Karen Dan starts a nice, <laughs> slow clap that builds to a chorus yeah. of various yeah. tentacles and weird webbed hands yeah. flapping together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, the job was trying to, to cover yeah. itself. Yeah. And uh, it actually still has its droid blaster. Oh, okay. And it starts firing randomly into the crowd. Uh, yeah, and people kind of know that this thing isn't going to hurt them, right, but right. at the same time, they've always just heard that. No one's yeah. ever actually been shot no, no by a Jabba wants blaster. No one to be shot by a Jabba no blaster. Like, it yeah, won't yeah. work on us. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 so yeah. The people are starting to scatter. Uh, Kitster has to dodge a little bit. Uh, so the, the Jabba can kind of get um, some of the robes back over itself uh, as it scampers under this flurry of blasts. And Kitster... For just a moment, as he is almost there to the Jawa, mm-hmm. spies something. Mm. He thinks he sees something. Mm. Something that he's always been told is a certain length. Mm. But now it appears to be a, a certain height. Mm. For just a second, Kitster maybe thinks, is that a womp rat standing <laughs> on two feet? I've heard they're about two meters. Two meters. Long. Wow. Jawa is a little shorter, right? Uh, Wikipedia yeah. said they're like a meter. Yeah. A meter. So yeah. Maybe this is short. So maybe it doesn't add up. The kidster says. Maybe I couldn't have possibly seen that. <laughs> but is that what I saw? Did I see in one day a tall Jawa <laughs> who is actually a short <laughs> Tuscan Raider? Raider? And did I see a half-size womp rat standing on two feet, <laughs> sickly yellow eyes, burning? Like some sort of weird Sith Lord rodent yeah. out of these robes? Is that what I saw? Or yeah. am I just mad? Am I just mad and overcome with adrenaline? Yeah. I don't know if Kitster will ever know the answer. I don't know. I don't know if Kitster ever told anyone what he thinks he yeah. saw. It's not a burning question no. on Tatooine. No. I would think that it would be pretty easy. Not a lot of questions are asked on Tatooine. Yeah. And if people really wanted to know what was under those Jawa robes, yeah. Tusken Raiders put up a fight. Jawas. Yeah. You could find out. Nobody's very curious. Maybe you don't want to. Security chief Zuvio is not interested in looking into no. what's a Jawa. No, not at all. Not at all. 
But I think in the back of his mind, Kitster believes what he saw. Yeah. Um, so is that the end of the fight proper there? I think so. Do you? Yeah, I think that's how it ends. But to wrap up Kitster's story, we go ahead a couple of years, we fade out, and then we fade back yeah. in. Yeah. We're back in Moss Espa at the Bunta Eve race. Nice. And as the announcers start calling out the racers, we do scroll down the line and we find that Kitster Benai is now a pod racer. Wow. Because in that fight with the Jawas and the short raider, the locals of Moss Eisley realized that in their midst, they had a great, though raw, talented pod racer. Yeah. Kitster has skills. He's trained under the best. He's worked under the best. And now he has entered the Bunta Eve race. Finally, his life is wizard. Absolutely. I think that is a beautiful story. For once, it didn't end in shame. Nope. I mean, look, we had some face punching, we had some vomiting, but not really a lot of shame. (laughs) For once. Somebody had a good day, and that was Kitster. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much, as always, for listening. If you want to have specific characters like Kitster, keep tweeting at us uh, with the hashtag databankbrawl and let us know matchups you'd like to see, but also specific characters. Uh, you guys have been making some requests, so in the episodes we got coming up, we got a couple more of your specific requests coming up, but uh, we love to hear them, so keep them coming in. We've got a couple requests for characters that are not featured on databank. Oh. Some that just aren't on there yet like mr bones mr right. bones has been on my list forever but he's not really? on databank huh. uh and wow. some interest in just some crazy eu characters so maybe we'll okay. do at some point an eu special, special. That we go deep dive into these characters okay. never coming back into canon right some, right, right. some deep weirdo so uh, like it'd be, be fun to play with uh but in the meantime keep your suggestions coming uh ken where can people find you you can find me in the kitster fan club on twitter <laughs> at ken knapsack that's instagram as well an official facebook page you can go like that there ken knapsack and A-P-Z-O-K if you don't know how to spell it <laughs> nice and you can find me on all the social media is at joseph scrimshaw you can like force center on facebook and follow us on twitter is at force center pod and until next time is luke skywalker sent, once said well no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.